RV air conditioners just seem like they don't really work. But that problem can be corrected. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of four's base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. What was once thought of as not a necessity here in the Pacific Northwest is becoming way more important. Air conditioners. It's just June right now, and we are hitting in the 80s. I'm not sure what has happened since summer doesn't officially start here until after the 4th of July. I don't know about you, but the AC unit in our travel trailer has never really worked all that well at cooling our trailer. Sure, it will cool spots inside, but it just never was right. Today, we chat with Art Miller, the owner, and Catherine Lehman, customer service representative for RV Airflow Systems. They have a solution that can increase your AC unit's efficiency in under an hour of your time. You can learn more about them at rvairflowsystems.com. Thank you both for joining us here on RV Out West. I'm really excited to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. So can you guys share with me just a little bit of um, some autobiographical information about yourselves? I'm Art Miller, and I started out in, I guess, this RV industry. I used to own a CNC routing shop where I would make and manufacture component parts for RV manufacturers. That led into this opportunity, and so we started essentially cutting the RV airflow system on a CNC where we would get maybe four every three hours, <laughs> which is awful, uh, which is why we started trending towards a, an injection molded process, which makes it repeatedly accurate and we can do it in volume. So as we progressed, you know, tooling costs are very expensive. Essentially, that just it's, it's really blossomed into a, a great product. Nice. Okay, fair enough. And then what do you do outside of work? What, do you, what kind of things do you like to do to recreate for fun? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so I have three kids. So me and my, my wife, Molly, uh, we do a lot of RVing as well. And so we'll generally take two weeks out every year and we'll go to Wyoming and do kind of a horseshoe lap through Wyoming or, or Colorado kind of do a horseshoe lap through Colorado. She wants to do Banff this coming season. Yeah, that's I, on our list. That's pretty far, man. That's a long drive. So yeah, it's nine hours from me. Yeah. We also, uh, we're trying to bring, uh, spend more time at, at home more so than I guess distractions out and about. So we have a horse and we added a mini pony. We have a six and a half month old cow now. Nice. And a little farm guy. 17 chickens and a dog and a cat and three kids and a wife that's that's 27 miles to feed man i mean i think we're we're crazy <laughs> yeah you and that's fun though that's fun that's fun <laughs> crazy how about you Catherine? um so i am customer service here at rv airflow i have two children and a husband six-year-old and a two-year-old we spend a lot of time at home and, and playing outside i don't have uh, any crazy animals like Art does, but I do have a dog 
But no, we do not own an RV or anything. Do you guys have a favorite destination that you guys like to go for on vacation then? I know, you know, Art, you were kind of talking about Wyoming. Are you going out because you're going out to the Tetons and that kind of area? Or is there? Yeah. yeah. So uh, not, to, not to interrupt Catherine, but uh, my wife, she was a wrangler out in my, uh, Montana uh, for a long while and for a couple seasons, actually. And so her heart lies out there. So every time we go to take a vacation, she she wants to go to Montana, you know, and it's like, gosh, there's there's beaches, there's a whole wide world out there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we started branching out into different areas like that. But uh, Tetons, absolutely. Uh, Yellowstone, West Yellowstone. Uh, that little rodeo outside of West Yellowstone, we took our kids to and had a blast. It was so mm-hmm. much fun. It's a great yep. little like, yep. local we went through, rodeo. Uh, we went to the Cody Rodeo. Okay. Uh, this year, and that was a lot of fun too. Well, if you're, you know, I mean, if, if your wife is listening, then, and I'm just going to help her pitch for Banff, you could drive through Calgary and go to the Stampede if you time appreciate, it right. Yeah. Appreciate that. Don't mention it. Don't mention anything I can do to help. You know, I just, just wanted to put that out there. That could be an option too. Yes. Yeah. Before we kind of launch into to your solution, I want to know what the problem is. Okay. So, so the problem. Uh, and this is inherent in the design uh, for a a semi-ducted RV system. Okay, uh, same same problem as a fully ducted. It's just you know our product pretty much focuses on more of the semi-ducted, just because it's more easily accessible and more readily uh, available. Uh, but essentially, and I talk with my hands a lot, so I do apologize. Uh, but cold air blows down straight out of the bottom of the air conditioner into a square box plenum. And once it hits that bottom baffle plate, it has to take a 90 degree turn to get out in your ductwork. Air and fluids don't like 90 degree turns. You ask any plumber, you know, 245s are better than a 90 degree. So it doesn't exactly just take a straight arrow 90 degree turn. It, it hits that bottom baffle plate and whirls and swirls and fights itself where you lose a lot of volume and velocity. and uh, before it gets out into the ductwork. And so uh, they call that the pressurized box theory. Okay. So they're relying on building up as much pressure inside of this box. So it forces the air out into the ducting, which is incredibly inefficient. It's, it's, it's loud because there's a lot of cavitation that happens on the inside of the plenum. Essentially it's, it's just, it's very inefficient. We found uh, through all the testing that we've done, and this is, you know, aftermarket customers, our own RVs, um, and also at the OEMs, you're really only getting about half of the output of what that air conditioner is producing. And so the ACs that are on RVs are actually, they're really good. I mean, 15,000 BTUs, that's that's not a little bit, uh, 13,500 BTUs. And those are rated units, and that's what their output is. It's how it's distributed that's the responsibility of the RV manufacturers. And so over a long period of time, over the last 30 years, you know, it's been a standard that it's designed this way for the distribution, okay, even though it's inefficient. And so that's what our system addresses. What is the backstory for you as to why you created RV airflow systems? So the, the, it's a fun backstory, actually. Uh, so I didn't invent the products. Uh, there's a couple named Richard and Joanne Stark. Uh, they lived full time in their RV in Texas. And on a 109 degree morning, 
Joanne told Richard to get off the couch and fix the air conditioner. And he did. He used to be a design engineer for, I think, Whirlpool. And he got inside the plenum and he, he just said, this is awful. This is horribly inefficient. So he had an idea and he came up with a prototype and it worked. And it worked so well that his friends encouraged him to patent it. And he did. He made some prototypes. He took those to a show and Grand Design saw it at the show. So that meeting uh, led to the next meeting at Grand Design. Grand Design said, perfect, we'll take it. He's like, well, wait a minute. I live full time in RV in Texas. I can't make these for you. So that's why I got the call uh, for a meeting where they call and say, hey, want to have a meeting with the art? Two things. Uh, you need to sign a piece of paper when you get here and uh, you can't tell anybody about it. <laughs> and so it's one of those type of meetings. And that that made it really fun. Great. You know, I'll, I'll be there in, in half an hour. So I meet Richard and Joanne. Uh, I meet the grand design team. They wanted to make sure that I could manufacture something in volume and make it repeatedly accurate. So after looking at the design, I was known as the guy who knew how to make things just because of my my background and all this different manufacturing. And I came up with a an agreement between myself and Richard and Joanne. And so that's how I got the exclusive rights to manufacture, sell, and distribute the RV airflow system. So we were the ones that took it to market. I did not invent it. Cool. That is a fun story. That's great. Yeah. How long has that been now? When did uh, that, kind so of, that meeting happen? Ish. That what? was December of 2019. Okay. And Grand Design started installing the product in June of 2020, which was a great time to start a new product and a new of business. Course. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Yeah, um, of course. But it worked out. It worked out. It's a great product. It really performs. Um, and that's what's exciting. And they're now standard issue in all Grand Designs, correct? So Grand Design doesn't install uh, two things. They don't install in every air conditioner, right? Because of the air shower plate. Our system eliminates the air shower. Um, and they don't want to take that, that, opportunity for the uh, the customer to make a decision what's more important. Do I want to stand underneath the air shower and, and cool myself off really fast? Or do I want 100% of that air distributed to the ducted system? So, so our goal is to cool off the ambient of the whole RV instead of just one spot underneath the air conditioner. Okay. And so with the RV airflow solution system, that does end the ability to kind of stand under it and get that's correct yeah because okay. it 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 all comes back to the question of efficiency and efficient efficiency of transfer so if you take that same idea the same premise i said about the 90 degree turn yeah well when you have a baffle plate underneath it and you have your air shower closed it still has to hit that 90 degree turn hits that baffle plate which makes it even less efficient in transfer right. And so yeah, and that's that, a family piece of plastic too. It's a flimsy. Yes. And so that's, that's the question, right? I mean, what's, what's more important and just as a, as far as overall volume, uh, and, and efficiency, you know, that's, that's our game. That's, that's the route that we took. And that's why we made that decision to eliminate that air shower. Kind of explain the design in a basic without your giving away your trade secrets. Kind of how does yeah, the, no. RFLE, the RV airflow system design? 
So, I mean, there's, there's no trade secrets. It's, it's, it's transfer efficiency, right? And so what we do uh, to solve that problem that we described earlier is we take the air straight from the base of the air conditioner and smoothly transition that into the ductwork. And that keeps the volume high and the velocity high. So we're able to carry that same cold air that AC is producing just further faster, right? Because we're eliminating the opportunity for loss inside the plenum. And so that equals better cooling on the inside of your RV. The more volume of air you have going through that ducted channel, it has to go somewhere. So that's out the vents and into your RV. It's actually a really short run. As I, as I described, you know, you're really only getting about 230 to 290 CFM from that 15,000 BTU air conditioner. 15,000 BTUs is equal to 500 CFMs. So as again, as stated, that's half, that's 50% of what that AC is producing. That's why we're able to achieve that 40% increase on average is because we're eliminating the opportunity for loss. We're, we're improving that transfer efficiency in that very short run. There's no reason that you can't achieve 80, 85, 90% transfer efficiency. Right. Secondly, another benefit to the system is, is I don't know if you guys can see it, you see the center diverter. We went through nine different renditions of this center diverter to maximize the throughput uh, so that we could we can have that consistent uh, output. So secondly, because we're getting rid of the cavitation on the inside of the plenum, it's going to be quieter. And also the inherent material properties this is a three pound EPS. I can stand on this without it breaking. Now, granted, I'm 160 pounds. It's not the same material that falls out of the kids' presents at Christmas. That's very cool. That is very cool. Installation, pretty simple. We'll kind of take it apart and use some air duct tape to kind of clean up some stuff and then push it in. Generally, we, we usually coach our customers to allocate one hour for the installation. And then when they get it done in about half the time, they feel pretty accomplished. And so... Between 20 to 30 minutes, uh, 20 to 40 minutes. The first time I did the installation, it took me about 45 minutes, you know, and, and now, you know, we can do an install in less than 20. It's really kind of like Christmas morning. You don't know what you're going to get until you open up the plenum. Some RV manufacturers, they do a really good job in sealing up that plenum area. Some, some RV manufacturers do a quick job and it's not so great and it's not so sealed. The other thing you gotta understand is inside the plenum area, there's heat and cold, right? Depending on the season, all right? And so you have a lot of thermodynamics that is happening on the inside of there. So that can make the, uh, the seal tape, the HVAC seal tape they use uh, basically uh, wither and uh, detach. And so then you have gaps and you want 100% of that air going through your ducted system, not cooling off your attic space. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a noticeable change. You can tell a huge difference. I mean, and that that's, I, I always say, don't take our word for it. Go do the homework about us. Do some research on us. If our product didn't do what it said over the last three years, there'd be a lot of people saying, hey, these guys, this doesn't work, you know? And so, the good news is, is that there's not a lot of people uh, out there at all that have given us a bad review. You know, the, the product works and our customer service takes strides to make sure that, hey, if this isn't a direct fit, 
then we need to do something about it. That's our responsibility. What I what I didn't mention earlier is that if if you think about all the different manufacturers and all the different models, and then compound that by model year, there is going to be some difference in that roof structure or that plenum structure. And so not all RVs are created equally is what I like to say. Right now, out of the box, we are 80% compatible with all RVs, motorized or towable. The other 20%, we actually have to modify before we ship them out. So that was going to be one of my other questions. How does somebody kind of find the fit guide? Like, do they go to your website? Do they need to call in and talk to Catherine and say, hey, this is the year of my trailer. This is my AC unit. And kind of how do they fit and find what would work for them? Inside of the, the kits, um, every kit comes with the same, the same products, the same material. Uh, I can't say same products. There's different models, but inside of every kit, there's a did not fit card. That's right here in the box. So it used to be, uh, you know, people would call us, they'd make an order. Uh, we'd ship out a product. Hey guys, it is, isn't fitting. Or we get an email. Hey, this, this doesn't fit. Ah, gosh, I'm sorry. We, 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 you know, uh, don't have money notes on your 2000, uh, your 1996, uh, J feather. And so, you know, these are the measurements we're going to want. Customer will go back out, take the ceiling assembly down, get the measurements, put everything back up, send us the measurements. We'll send them a new kit, which is very inefficient. This is included in every box. So they know right away, Hey, if this doesn't fit, Oh gosh, this is the email or this is the email. These are the measurements they're going to want. We can get this done within a day and a new system sent back out to you. Uh, this happens a lot less now. As I said, we've been doing this for three years. We really try and take good notes on what RV makes and models are compatible out of the box, which ones need to be modified. There's a lot of them that need to be modified that we know what we need to do. But on the other hand, there's a lot of them that Johnny on a Wednesday decided to do this instead of this. And it takes a compatible to not compatible. And so uh, the thing that we need to remember is that in RV manufacturing, the variables of the assembly line and the human error, right? I mean, and so there's, uh, there's some of those frustrations. So it's, I don't believe in the industry that you're going to ever have a a hundred percent compatible product, right? And it's just, it's just how it is, man. Uh, We didn't used to modify our systems. And we had a lot of people that were like, well, no way I'm doing a return refund. I'm going to make it work. And so that kind of keyed me into, okay, we got to figure out a process for that. We do have a fitment guide on our uh, website. So if if the customer wanted to measure their plenum before ordering, we do have a fitment. uh, Like your measurement should be within this range. Um, If not, take these measurements and we can modify one for you. Yeah. That's that's on the website. I have a box of questions as a Christmas gift to myself. Okay. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys ready? The, the box yeah. is called Campfire Stories, Igniting Prompts for Igniting Stories by the Fire. So I'm just going to randomly pick one. Perfect. Where's the quietest place you've ever been? You know, Art, you've got 27 mouths to feed. <laughs> Catherine, I feel your pain. I have an eight and a 10-year-old, so I've been with the six and the two, so... You know, the quietest place you've maybe been is your bathroom. I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, tell me about what's the quietest place you've each been. Is this the quietest place ever or quietest place current? I'm going to go with the quietest place ever. Okay. 
if it, children. <laughs> yeah, if it's current, then it's definitely my side of the bed around 1 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> um, quietest place ever. Uh, I went to the Garden of the Gods when I was 17, and it was just before closing. And I stood on top of a plateau and kind of got to watch the sunset and there was no noise. So that would be in my memory, the quietest place I've ever been. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, I guess I recently took a trip to Florida without the kids. Um, and so there was a couple days where we got to relax and, and hang out on the beach. And I'd say for most recent that would definitely be my most quiet yeah not the hey mom hey mom yes <laughs> mom yes. i don't even hear that anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i kind of muted that. Dad, daddy dad daddy i'm like oh. well as we're kind of starting to wrap up is there anything that i didn't ask that you guys want to share the main thing that i could say something you know about about our company and our product is that when there's a lot of companies out there that say, Hey, I'm, I'm, we're customer first, or we're always going to be taking care of the customer first. And, you know, it's sad because most of them you'll never believe and you never get that customer first experience. What makes this fun is like, uh, genuinely it's, it's in our interest and we want this system to work for you just as much as you want it to work. And so, that's what really makes it fun is that we take every order, every customer with a, uh, with a mindset that, you know, this is, we're working together. We're trying to achieve this end result. There's a lot of times, you know, Catherine, she'll take calls, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. I'm doing video calls with a customer uh, because it's the closest I can get to an onsite service call after doing 800 plus installs. Uh, that's, uh, personally, you know, that's a lot of elbow time up in the air. So if you're running into something, chances are, I probably know the answer. And we get a lot of calls at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Those are guys that are guys or ladies that are trying to do an install and man, it could be a simple two minute answer and we're good, you know, and you, then you get a, a happy customer out of it. And so I guess it's, it's that mindset that's kind of, uh, kept lurching us forward is that we want to, we want to take care of everybody. We're just as excited about the product as, as our customers are and even our non-customers that haven't purchased yet. I guess my, in my mindset, you know, the, the three goals that I had when we, when we started this whole thing was, you know, number one, I want to have a good culture. Number two, I want to have a good product. And number three, I, I want to be able to take my family and, or take care of my family. So uh, being able to achieve all of those in one box is a miracle, you know, and it's fun. Uh, it's it's genuinely fun. There are so few products out there that you can almost get an emotional response out of your customers. Well, this is one of them. Anybody that you've uh, known or talked to that has an RV knows that they're hard to cool and keep cool and they're loud. And so when it gets quieter, well, that's kind of strange when, when, uh, when they're sitting on their couch and they can actually feel airflow, gosh, they're elated. And so that's kind of why it, it, it just makes it so fun to have this product. That's awesome. And then where can everybody find you? 
So www.rvairflowsystems.com, kind of where can they find you online if they want to check you out on Instagram or Facebook? Can you yeah. share so, all of that deets? Um, you can you can find us on uh, rvairflow.com, you know, and so that's our main website. Uh, at the beginning of the month, we did just list our product on Amazon. Uh, started that process in January, which is a whole lot of fun. There are other sites like Camping World and RV Upgrades that do sell our product as well, but that's it's a dropship program. So those products still come from us and we will take care of you. And so there's a lot of different ways to buy, but mainly, you know, our website or on Amazon. Okay. And are you guys on social media? If anybody wanted to follow along on social? Uh, I am the worst millennial ever. So I will, Catherine will speak to that. We um, do have a Facebook page and an Instagram uh, page. It's RV Airflow. Um, systems or RV airflow. Um, just look us up and, and you should be able to find us. But our, our other teammate, Jessica runs the, runs the Facebook and the Instagram okay. thing. So She's 22. So that's why she does a good job. Nice. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to, to join us here on RV out West and talk to us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank man. You for thank us. you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I'm asking you to help the show grow. Please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and tell a fellow RVer about this show. I sure would appreciate it. On our next full episode in two weeks, we chat with a full-time family that has been living on the road since 2015. They spill the beans on why they chose to live full-time in an RV, how they made it work financially, how they keep up with their child's education, and what they love about it, as well as some of the struggles for them choosing to live full-time. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.